I'm Ana Zena, and you're listening to the Stay Fit, Stay Lit podcast. If you're ready to take your fitness, your body, and your life to the next level, then this is the place to be. And I'm so excited you're here, so now let's begin. You can't be high all the time. I have to realize that. And the thing is, is that we have feelings that we should feel and we should keep it real with ourselves. But ultimately, you got to get high again. Can't stay down just because you can't be high all the time. Doesn't mean you can't be high most of the time. Anyways, that's the message that's coming through my heart today. So I wanted to flow while I have the inspiration. When you feel that inspiration is when you're supposed to take action. Don't wait till you feel it again. If you feel inspired, make your move now while you can, because there's no guarantees that you'll even be here in the next moment. So take advantage of the moment you're in because now is all you got. At the same time, what's the rush? There is no rush because the time is always now. So do what feels right, be poised. And anyways, I'm Amina. If you're here for the first time, it's good to have you. I'm a personal trainer, group fitness instructor, entrepreneur, life transformer, musician. I've been working for myself and traveling the world for 14 years as a career now. I do everything. I'm a jack of all trades. A jack of all trades may not be a master of one, but is certainly better than a master of one. So what that means is, of course it's good to master one skill, but if you can be a jack of all trades, that's only gonna open more doors for you. And the most successful people I know don't just do one thing. And if you think about it, the first person I thought of was Beyonce because Beyonce is a musician, she's a dancer, she is probably a music producer to some extent, not that she's in the back really writing every lyric and making every track, but I'm sure that she gives her musical input in her production sessions, absolutely. So she's a producer. She probably does some creative directing. She had, uh, remember House of Darion? She had that, that clothing line. I still have some of those clothes. She had perfume at one point, you know, she does modeling. And of course, you know, we could talk about how she's rich and famous and it makes things a lot easier, absolutely. But she was just the first person that popped in my mind because when I think of Beyonce, I don't just think about her as being a singer. Even Lady Gaga popped in my mind because I feel like every singer on the planet has like a perfume collection. And even though they're not really hands-on with that, it's just like showing you that like, hey, you don't have to be one linear sort of person in your career or in your life in general. Maybe for you, just doing one career but having multiple hobbies is cool. Like That's what I'm saying, not one person, as simple as they are, you still have a bunch of interests and hobbies and you have multiple hats that you wear, right? So. What I'm talking about today is that, of course it's good to feel your feelings, be happy, and make the most of your life, live your best life, hashtag YOLO, right? That's me every day, like as somebody that teaches spin classes, I'm always on a bike with music, motivating people, I DJ clubs, parties, everyone's dancing, drinking, having a good time, you know, I do this podcast inspired, uplift people. I'm always chasing a high, really. I like to smoke weed. I don't really do other drugs. Drugs aren't really my thing, no judgment at all. Uh, I've taken mushrooms a few times, which I think if everybody took mushrooms, people would be more open and free-minded, but you don't have to take mushrooms or smoke weed to be open-minded and free-minded and to have a good life. And you don't need a reason to be happy. You don't. If you attach your happiness to things outside of yourself, then you're always gonna be searching for things outside of yourself for your happiness when it's actually inside. And that's why I think even though you can't be high all the time, you are gonna have to face different challenges in life that's inevitable. That's more of what I'm talking about today because I'm not a therapist, y'all, but I'm somebody who is pretty emotionally regulated. Like I go to cryotherapy every single day. I put myself in negative 110 degrees Celsius, which is negative 175 Fahrenheit. And that ice resets your mind, it resets your nervous system, it resets your soul. 
and I meditate. And like I said, I work out every day, which is a sense of meditation. And I get enough sleep and I drink enough water. I really take care of my body is what I'm saying. I really try to put my body first and foremost in my life. So as somebody who does that a lot, you become more emotionally regulated when you are working out regularly, when you are eating well and not putting all this inflammatory food in your body, when you're eating at regular intervals and not stressing your metabolism, that is going to help you be emotionally regulated. So I'm saying all this because even as somebody who strives to be emotionally regulated every day, people will tell you that I show up, I'm always pretty much in a pleasant vibe because I want to be, because I choose that. We choose our feelings, we choose how we feel, but truly, as much as you choose how you feel, I think there is some part of life and some instances where you just can't be high all the time. Like if you get bad news, like let's say somebody in your life passes away or even a pet, like, I mean, the natural response, you're not gonna be elated. Like you're not gonna be like, oh, that's awesome. Like let's go out to the club because I just got this bad news, right? Like that would, I mean, that would be something else. You'd have to seek help for that one. You know what I'm saying? Like there's just certain things in life that even though you choose how you feel, it's like sometimes your feelings are valid, right? And like, I feel like sometimes people would argue that like all your feelings are always valid all the time. And I'm like, "Mm, sometimes are your feelings valid or is it like unnecessary mental chatter that you actually have control over? But that's what I'm saying. If you have reasons and you can, you feel something that's genuine, like, okay, you get the bad news and you're feeling sad and you're feeling grief, like that's an honest response to the situation. Now, if you're like ruminating on something that's happened 10 years ago and you're catching yourself in this habitual negative thought loop that you're very well aware of yet you keep choosing it, that's a different thing. And that's where I think I'm talking about is like, you can't be high all the time in terms of like, sometimes things happen and it would be obvious as to why you may be feeling down or somebody says something really mean to you. Like that's a good one because we're all on the internet. We all have comment sections now and it's like, If somebody says something negative about you, that's hard to deal with no matter how high up you are. You know what I mean? But there's levels to it, right? If somebody's saying something superficial about you, like let's say it's like, you know, ew, your outfit sucks. And if that comment shatters you and you're like broken all day, like you're kind of choosing, that's like dramatic. You know, that's just like mad dramatic. Like, but if somebody leaves a comment that's like, hey, I'm one of your fans and I've been watching all your stuff or listening to all your stuff and I'm really disappointed with the way you express this idea because it seemed like you were a better person than that, even though that they might be projecting, even though that they might not even have validity in this comment, you know, you see what I mean? One comment's gonna hit deeper than the other. It's like one comment's like really coming for your character, who you are as a person, your work, they're telling you they're disappointed in you. That might elicit a different emotional reaction versus somebody being like, your outfit sucks, right? So that's what I'm saying about like, you can't be high all the time because that would suck if somebody, like one of your fans of your work was disappointed in you, right? You can still choose to not be upset by it long-term. You can still choose to like, think about it in a certain way that doesn't affect your whole day or affect all of your work in the future. It doesn't affect other clients, but it would be more reasonable for you to give some emotional like energy to that situation versus somebody hitting you with some superficial bullshit. It's like, why are you giving your emotional energy to something so superficial and clearly, you know, not having anything to do with who you are as a person or your work. So I think, It's good to evaluate situations before you invest too much emotional give into them. But at the same time, some shit just hits you naturally. Like 
even like a heartbreak, right? Like a breakup of some kind, a friend or romantic could be definitely hard. But even with those, how much time do you give to be sad about something? Sometimes I think we all think that, let's say it's a breakup, the longer the relationship was, the more time you need to heal in between. I don't believe in that at all. I think that healing and time are nonlinear. Time doesn't really exist. And healing and time don't always have to do the same thing with each other. Because you can spend 10 years and you're still stuck on the past. 10 years can go by and you could still be stuck on the past. Like getting older and spending time is not the same thing as evolving and maturing. So like, are you evolving or are you just getting older? Ask yourself that, am I evolving or am I just getting older? Are you healing or are you just letting time pass? Because healing would be you sat with your feelings, you recognize your feelings, you wrote on your, your feelings, you spoke on it, you did things to move past it. But after a while, a lot of times, feelings are actually something you can't control, truly. Like I think 99% of it is really like, okay, yeah. If I don't like the conversation I'm having in my head, I can change it. I don't have to stay stuck on this traumatic experience. Now, again, trauma is its own thing. I've been to therapy, I've read books on the body keeps a score, I'm friends with, multiple licensed mental health professionals. My sister is has master's degrees in mental health, my best friend, like I'm really informed. Am I an expert in trauma and healing? Absolutely not. But am I hella informed and educated? Yeah. And to some degree, I think trauma can be 100% healed, truly. It doesn't take it away, it doesn't erase it, it doesn't necessarily change certain parts of you, but like you can heal from shit and move on. And healing means you don't think about it as much. On a long story short, long effing story short because it's your thoughts you choose what you think about like i said if you are going through ptsd and you have this habit loop and you have something that's unaddressed that you need to work on you're going to need to work on it and there's no amount of time i'm not saying like you need to heal overnight i'm just saying that i truly believe you can heal close to overnight i think after a few weeks months you can heal from most things yes in weeks i think you could heal from the craziest amounts of traumas, but that also depends on like how open you are and how aware you are of your own mental power. Because for me, whenever, let's say a, a deep trauma hits me, like one of the big capital T traumas starts creeping up on you, which it, it does, it's going to, I mean, let's like, let's be real. We all sometimes replay experiences from the past, but like, are you choosing to replay the same experience from the past all day, every day? Like, are you crying new tears over old grief now? That's where you have to ask yourself and like, for me, if old T capital trauma comes in, it's like, first off, nobody and nothing has that much power over you. Sometimes I'm so bored of the story. Like me, I just get bored of the same story. Sometimes that has helped me heal on certain shit. I'm just like, oh man, this trauma shit coming up. Like I'm, I'm not even interested in this story. It's like, you know, when you're watching YouTube and you're scrolling for the for you page and you're like, eh, none of these videos look good. Like, you know, when you're like low key scrolling your brain for something to be sad about and you're like, eh, none of these past traumas look good. Uh, I, I don't know, I need something else, right? And some people might say that's avoidant and you're not like working on yourself, but honestly, nah. For me, life is a story, it's a game. I choose to see things through a simplistic, fun, pragmatic lens. It makes life more manageable because none of us have the answers. This is also how I get past shit. None of us have the fucking answers, like chill with that. Nobody does, everybody's trying to figure it out. Everybody's trying to just exist, everybody is, you know, emotionally, spiritually, we're all on different frequencies and planes and there's a lot to the universe. When you start thinking about the vastness of the universe and how microscopic you are and how everything's made up of atoms and what the ocean is and what aliens are, when you really start getting on some fundamental shit and some existential crisis energy, it's like, 
yeah, I'm not gonna be worried about this one isolated moment in time that made me feel sad for a bit. And like, I know there's big traumas. I know that physical, mental assaults, like all of it is real, but at the same time, if it's done, it's done. The past is done. Like you don't have to be anchored into it. And then I started getting into this like timeline jumping thing. Like in 2021, I started taking this manifestation course and started talking a lot about quantum physics and quantum theories about how all there's different multiple universes coexisting at the same time. And then like my friend suggested that I watch this movie like everywhere doing everything all at once. And the movie kind of explored how there's all these different realities and all these different versions of you that you have access to at any time. And I believe that. And sometimes when a trauma is coming up, I'll literally just be like, hey, I'm just gonna think and feel and live through the version of me that didn't experience this trauma. Because maybe if you really wanna talk about it, maybe there is someone or something out there, there is a reality out there where you didn't go through that thing. And then how would you feel and think if that thing didn't happen? Well, you wouldn't be thinking about it and you wouldn't let it have power of you because it didn't happen. And then that helps me move on too, right? You have to train your mind. Your mind is a tool and it can either be used or it can use you, right? So don't let your mind use you. Turn pain into power. You have to learn how to alchemize that shit and make it fuel. That's what I've learned. I've learned that and I've learned that people in your life are mirrors a lot of the times. People in your life are mirrors for things that you need to work on on yourself or that you don't like about yourself. And I will say, you know who's coming into mind my right now? Like this girl used to do my nails. It's so weird because I talked about this in an unreleased episode. And the reason I decided to not release the episode is because I think I'm in a much better headspace now. And I would say that it was weird because in New York, the girl that used to do my hair on a regular basis, at first I was just going to her out of convenience. Same with this nail girl in Amsterdam. I was just picking hair and nail people out of convenience. And then after a while though, you build a relationship with this person and it's happened now. The hair girl in New York was so mean to me and such a negative vibe, always telling me what was wrong with my hair. You know, she'd always have me running out of the store to buy more hair to add to my hair, like leaving, making me leave the store with my hair half done, like embarrassing me essentially, like never being on time, complaining that I was paying her too little, even though she set her own rate and could just easily ask for more money. And now I go to this hair girl now in Amsterdam, she's the goat, she's the best. We're friends, we, we talk the whole time, or sometimes we, we don't have to talk, but her vibe is good. And she raised her rates on me by like 100 euros, and guess what, I'm still there. You know what I mean? Like, it, relationships and how you deal with people really matter, and I, I'm realizing this, that I need to be a little more careful in those kind of relationships. Like, I think we obviously know for like your life partner or girlfriend or boyfriend, and we know that for like good friends and inner circle, yeah, you wanna be careful about the company you keep, but I'm like, shit. You gotta manage your loose ties as well. And that's the thing about New York. I was telling my friend, she just wants to move to New York. I'm like, you have to know how to manage loose ties. And she was said like, you know, it's like everybody knows everybody, but nobody really knows anybody. Yeah, and I think New York is, it's good and bad for that reason, because it's like, just because the relationship isn't super deep doesn't mean that your time is invaluable and you shouldn't be around people that make you feel good. And it's funny because I had a friend in New York, she just couldn't get that concept. She was like, well, if you're not my best friend, like I don't wanna be around you. I don't even wanna talk to you. But I'm like, but yeah, but what about the girl that does your hair and your nails, right? And it was funny because every time I get a new hair girl or a new nail girl, I like always level up. Because after a while, that that negativity from my hair girl in New York, I was like, girl, I, I just can't even be around you. Like low key, you're just negative. You're just draining the life out of me. And then I start going to better hair girls. I'm like, oh, there's a better experience. And it's like, 
and it, the little things started adding up because at first I just wanted somebody nicer. But then after time I was like, mm, I want somebody that like can put a calendar appointment on my calendar and like invoice me email like receipts and I wanna show up to an actual salon. So like I just started like leveling up the way I wanted to get my hair done and now I'm getting the best experience of my life. It all gets done for me. I show up, she takes my braids out, does it all. I leave a brand new person, right? Like I was kind of getting sick of those hair experiences where you have to do like half yourself and then you show up and then the braider just does the rest. Like that works, that's fine. I'm not saying I won't do that again, but it's so nice when you can get like the full service, full treatment and have a better vibe. And that is the same thing that I noticed happening with like my nail girl. Like at first I was like, I had a nail girl in Amsterdam, but she wasn't communicating as fast as, as much as I needed. Like I need somebody with my beauty appointments to really have the confirmation on lock. I need flexibility. I need you to text me back within like, I don't even need the same day as long as there's like some sort of policy. It's like, hey, I have a 48 hour policy or even just end of day. But this, my nail girl now, I, I get a text in minutes, right? So that's a big reason I was going to her. I was like, okay, fast communication. She does a good job. She's mostly pleasant to be around, but then this is what happened. People sometimes, when they're in relationships, they start taking you for granted. Business, friendships, relation, love, whatever. They start taking you for granted, and I could see that with my nail girl. I'm like, why are you being like rude all of a sudden? And it got to the point where it's like, she felt so comfortable that she actually yelled at me in the salon in front of other customers. I was like, see, and that's where you lost me. I've been a paying customer. You're not giving me a friends and family discount. It's not like you're giving me a discount. I'm coming here because I liked you and I wanted to like, you know, I'm helping myself by getting my nails done. Like I'm gonna get the service, but like, you're my friend. You're somebody I like. I can give you my business. I can help you and you can help me. But the second you, you go and yell at me and embarrass me in a public situation, and you know, for no good particular reason, like there's never a good time to raise your voice at your friends. Like, I'm sorry. And so that shit was just like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm good. You know, it, it made me kind of upset for a second. I'm like, you're yelling at me, that's weird. Like, that has everything to do with you and not me. But that doesn't feel good to go to a place where you're paying regular customer and, and you're getting treated like that. So it's just like, yeah, I'm gonna choose to take my business elsewhere. And that's what I'm saying about you can't be high all the time, right? That shit happened and that kind of sucks because we were kind of friends. Like we had gotten dinner a few times. Like we weren't best friends, but I was like, yeah, that's like my nail girl. That's cool that we can hang out. But now it's just like, no, I don't, I mean, of course you can try to fix things. You could try to repair things. I'm not saying like, oh, you're cut for life and I'll never speak to you again. But I, yeah, I will take my business elsewhere. I mean, that's just like, I, that made me uncomfortable. I don't want to find out if it's going to happen again. Like I could tell you that's not nice and moving forward, like I don't appreciate that. But I also don't owe you anything and like that's that's not it. That's not it for me. So, you know, and she didn't apologize and like she went out of her way to try to make the situation better. So I could either be like all upset and mad and I, I could like stop getting my nails done now because my nail girl ruined everything. But it's like, no, I can just go to a different salon, keep getting my service and um, have a better relationship later, right? With somebody else that will treat me better. And this moment is for me to reassess what I really want out of that next nail visit. And that can be applied to all of your relationships, breakups, clients, right? That same thing happened with me and my personal training clients. At this point in time, I got, I caught the memo with that really fast. Cause I was like, man, I run my own business. I pick who I work with, period. And I'm only gonna pick with people that are cool. Because in the beginning, I worked at corporate gyms and they kind of give you clients, which is cool, it's fine. But they give you clients and some people aren't 100% match or the way they treat you isn't great. And you know, again, I don't internalize that. I'm always happy to meet people and I'm always able to learn from people, whether they act in right or not, right? That mirror is up as a reflection for you to look inside to also know what not to do. That's some of the best advice right there is what not to do. So 
as far as that goes, it's it's fun. The ups and downs is fun in life. Remember, I said you can't be high all the time, but maybe you can be happy all the time. Maybe you can be happy through the weird moments, the ups, the downs, the awkward conversations, the rejection, the unrequited love, the breakups, the breakdowns, and maybe you can turn a setback into a comeback. I know you can. I know you can turn a breakdown into a breakthrough. And nobody in your life is here forever, boo. We all gonna die. So even your life partner one day, you won't be with them. That's just such a sad, bittersweet thing to say, but it's true and it's just, it keeps you on your toes. And that's why I say, just go on the adventure, have fun, embrace the highs, embrace the lows, embrace what it means to be human, right? You can't be in the honeymoon phase of life forever, right? We have different phases and different seasons and as we expand and grow and as we continue to be on the planet, change will happen, change is inevitable. Every day is truly a fresh start. Every day is a chance to write the next chapter. You're the author, you're the main character, baby. You choose. Nobody can think your thoughts for you. Nobody can get in your head and decide that you feel a certain way. So that's why I say happiness is something you feel and create from within, and you bring it with you everywhere you go. You put it into everything you do. I say that in my classes all the time. It's true. It's something you create from within. That's why I am happy all the time, even though I'm in a really weird place. Like, I don't like sharing too much tea, spilling too much tea, but I had a, a shit got really awkward for me recently. And it's funny because in my even in my classes, I always feel people's energy. Like when I teach a spin class on a Saturday in the middle of Amsterdam, that shit is like a concert. Everyone's screaming, singing along, clapping each other up, high-fiving, cheering. And then it, that happened to me this weekend. It was like, and one of my riders, Roanne was in my class on Saturday. It was like epic concert, crazy. And then Monday morning hits, she's in my Monday class and we're, it's just Monday vibes. Nobody's there with the wooing. Even my motivation is like, guys, we gotta get it done. We gonna make progress, we gonna sprint. You know what I mean? It's like the collective Monday energy. And I love Mondays. Who cares? You need a day when you need to get focused on yourself. You need a day when you need to be in your bag and about your business, right? And you can still have fun with that. You know what I mean? You can have fun with your life, but hey, it's up to you to decide, you know what to do, you know how to make yourself happy, you know what you want, you know what you deserve. You just have to follow that why, that why and that vibe. But yeah, y'all, I have to jump on to my next call. Great catching up with you. If you have any questions about my online personal training, hit the link in my bio. I have a application where you can fill out and then we can email and set up a call. Or if you're somebody that's more like do it yourself and go at your own pace, need something a little more economical, I also have my online eight week course, which really teaches you about how to get started, how to get from point A to point B and really make that transformation in your body, your nutrition, how to start lifting weights, how to incorporate strength training, recovery. It's really just sort of um, a, like personal training at your own pace. So with that being said, hope you stay fit, hope you stay lit. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you learned something useful and enjoyed what you listened to. And if you did, please feel free to take a screenshot of today's episode and post it in your Instagram stories. And be sure to tag me at Aminazina underscore fitness because I want to meet you and I want to shout you out. So thanks again. And until the next time, stay fit, stay lit.